the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're here talking about car and car repair issues, and you're always welcome to join us if that's what you'd like to do. All you have to do is give us a call, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and uh, we'll take your call. And what's going to happen is you're going to call, and Gil's going to say, KKNT, and you're going to give him your name, and he's going to put you in queue, and then he says in my in my headphones, he says, uh, so-and-so is next. And that's how we do it, 602-508-0960. I've got guests here on the uh, the show just before Christmas. And uh, Bob and Ellen from Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue and Indian School, are here with us. Um, together, we probably have close to 80 to 100 years of auto repair experience. Right, at close, yeah, real yeah. close. And so we've been around. What do you remember the first kind of car you you not necessarily worked on because we were kind of young back then, but the first one that you looked underneath the hood and said, "Wow, oh, that was my 47 or excuse me, 48 Ford." Okay, yeah, flathead. Yeah, flathead. Okay, yeah. and two door <laughs> coupe. It was a running son of a gun. <laughs> so that was in high school, maybe. Yeah, um, actually, before that. Okay, okay. I, we were at a, on a farm, and uh, I finally got permission to use that, and uh, I was out. Uh, in fact, I found that I could chase coyotes with it real well. Yeah, out in the fields. Yeah, <laughs> so we had a ball until I hit a ditch. But yeah, you know, it well, launched but, pretty good though, didn't yeah, it? Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Went up in the air. But my dad made me put it back together. That's the problem. Okay. All right. But uh, we I'm all right. have those stories where our dad had to straighten us up <laughs> yeah. and uh, make us fly right. Yeah. And 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 inevitably the lesson was is don't do that again. Well, but, just don't get caught. Well, uh, yeah, well, that was the key there is don't get caught. So. We started in '68, and you were—you had to be in a little bit before us. Not much, I, actually. '67. Okay. When I first started uh, actually with Larry Harker. Okay, and that's right. starting working on cars. Right. And I—I I, in '60 '68, I started with Ken Vivian at a gas station, a Shell station at Broadway and Priest and Tempe, hmm. and I was in high school. And and so I'm I'm a year or two different than you, I think. Yeah. Well, right before I went to work there, I was at uh, Hempelman's Auto. Uh, working in the machine shop okay and i learned uh, grinding cams and all the fun parts of putting engines together at that time so it's uh i've been around we've been there 54 years now Ellen. Mm-hmm. is it yeah 50, 54 or 55 years is there anybody in the phoenix area that's under the same management team that you guys are in that with that kind of longevity i don't think so there was uh who was the guy in the transmission uh oh kelly was no it? um he was at all the meetings. He, in fact, he just retired, and he was about seventy-six or seventy-seven oh. when he transmission. Retired. He um, was it uh, Bob at Quality? That's it. Okay, he passed. Oh, did he? yeah, he I passed. Yeah, um, yes, and he was well. Mike and Leon at Tri City, they they're retired now, uh-huh. and they've since sold. 
but they were around for a very long time because when I was a kid and I blew up a four-speed where I missed second gear, <laughs> and um, they put it back together for me and got me out of trouble. Wow. And uh, and so Mike and Leon from uh, Tri City Transmission, um, we have uh, Bob Jones from Quality Transmission. We're the old time guys. Um, gosh, Bob Stewart was a gas station guy in Tempe. Mm-hmm. These are all guys in Tempe. Al Kitts and his brother Alvin. Those were guys. Wow. Ronnie's and then Schumann's. Oh yeah. And and yeah. Uh, and now Ron Schumann works for um, Parts Authority, our parts vendor. And so he's our he's our rep. But when back in the days, Ronnie Schumann was the king of hot rods in my world, right. and the, in the Tempe area, perhaps even Mesa as well. Yeah, remember the days at the B line. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That was fun, and and you hoped that when you drove out the B line, which seemed like it was a hundred miles away from Phoenix, that you could drive back. That you could drive back. <laughs> <laughs> See how we think. <laughs> You're hoping you, hope. can, you can get there under your own power and get home under your own power. Yeah. But how many times did we as as kids in high school at Beeline Dragway watch cars just literally self-destruct oh. at, the, at, the, at the light <laughs> many at, at the beginning or the middle of the track or I, whatever? I think that's where we were into the founding of all the new rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, there, there was no the rules. Scatter shields. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, now, the scatter shield, I want to explain for those that don't know, uh, the, around the back of the engine, there's the flywheel, a very big piece of metal that rotates and clutches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, when you blew the clutch up, it would blow the bell housing up, and there was always a chance that you were going to take lower leg um, um, destruction. You were going to have some problem with your feet. You were going to hurt. You were going to hurt. <laughs> you were going to hurt. So then they came up with a scatter shield. Mm-hmm. Was that what it was called? Yep. Scatter shield, which was a device that wrapped around it to hold contain. So when the clutch blew up at Beeline Dragway, two things. Number one, you didn't spread half of your clutch material down the track. And number two, you didn't take a chance of, yeah. of blowing up. Um, that applied except for when Ellen was doing the shifting. Oh, she did like the and third to she, second? Yes. Oh, that's when we were dating. Oh. That's when I think I sealed the deal. If he was going to let me blow his clutch, he was going to keep me. Oh. <laughs> she did a fine job on blowing the clutch. Oh, so from, well, 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 I shouldn't say that the clutch. It let's took let's out say training. that you didn't put the clutch in when I shift. That's what happened. Oh, was that happened? See, it always comes back to that, doesn't it? It's my fault. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It, it, it is that way. It's yeah. it's that way. It's been that way. Yeah. Renee gets a traffic ticket, and she says, the reason I got a traffic ticket is because the cop recognized this car and the way you drive. <laughs> the way you drive. <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah. And so it's my fault. Oh, it it's um the the guys the, the guys that uh, Butch um uh the uh, the part the pinstriper guy. Butch Tucker was his name. He was around there. The Schumanns were around there. Joe Rundle was around there. Um, who else was the other hot rod shop in town? Um, Wilkie's. Wilkie's. Wilkie's yeah. was a, another one. And um, do you remember who you dealt with back then? Well, my competitor was uh, Goodyear Tire and Rubber. Okay. He had a 62 Chevy like mine. Okay. And we were always going back and forth, back and forth. One week I'd blow it up, and he'd next week he'd blow it up. Yeah. But we were always trying to outdo each other. I remember one time, um, Duke Talbert, who's since passed, but it was my very best friend in high school, he had a 396 and a Camaro, and Joe Rundle had put a tunnel ram with two 660s on it, so it was a powerful four-speed engine. So we're in front of a party, and he decides, and he's got big slicks on the back of it that we've got about five pounds of pressure in. So he dumps the clutch in first gear, I think at 10,000 RPM, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is, is the flywheel bounced off the asphalt. The the, the the transmission blew up between the engine and the transmission, the bell housing. The disc went up the center. It went through his legs, 
and through the grace of God, didn't cut either one of them off, but it's spinning at 6,000 RPM. It goes across the dashboard, underneath the dash, and lands on my feet on the right side. <laughs> it cuts the car in half. Now, the, here's what's going on in my mind. I feel all kinds of warm liquid all over me, and I'm <laughs> thinking it's blood. Okay? Oh, no. But he cut the line to the oil pressure switch. As the as the disc went underneath the dash, and so we have all this warm oil running all over our legs, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was. Um, we didn't do that again. It wasn't. We weren't going to be dumping clutches. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We have a caller, so we're going to take them early. How can we help you? Say hello to Deborah. Deborah, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. I am interested in purchasing a hybrid, and I have my eye on three different ones, and I'd like your opinion. Okay. Um, the first is a RAV4, Toyota RAV4. The next is a CRV, and the third is a Toyota Venza. And well. I have one more question. My other question is, with a hybrid, if I'm, you know, I know it runs on gas and the battery. So the battery charges as I'm driving, if I'm not mistaken. But if the batteries um, die or need to be replaced, must they be replaced for the car to be operational, or can it run solely on the fuel? And that's all. And I'll take your answer off the air. Okay, Thank you. You want to comment first? Well, I guess my first question would be is, why are you buying a hybrid? Um, well, I'm. I need to save money on gas. Okay. And what are they getting, around 40 a, a gallon or something, 40 miles a gallon? Okay, that's that's kind of in, in – I, I guess you would you would say that that's what everybody hopes for, but it, it, it absolutely depends on how many people are in the car and, and who's driving. Because I, I can assure okay. you my wife would not get 40 in a hybrid. She's always okay. late. She's always got a bunch of people in the car, including the grandkids, and the the amount of beer in the trunk of her car is immense. <laughs> is immense. So, so, yeah. Hey, she sounds like my kind of girl. We ought to pick up. And actually, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. I should have said wine. I'm sorry. I should have oh, said wine. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Um, you know, the, the Toyota and the Honda and the Venza, all of those are good ones. I think it's it's... For me, I think you should look at the dealers that you're going to be um, tied to for the next three or four or five years, and I would look at their okay. ratings, and I would find the dealer okay. that has the highest ratings, um, and I would okay. I would probably use that as one of my criteria. Where, okay. Was she going to buy a new? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was, she, was one of her questions she wanted to know if it run without the battery? Is that one of her questions? I know because yeah. batteries can be pricey. Well, there's. There, yep. I'm. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I've been wrong before, but I'm pretty sure there's a battery for the gas motor and a battery for the hybrid, and I think there's a jump start capability between the two of them in most of the hybrids. But when you when you can't start your gas motor, it's a good question. But I'm quite sure you can use auxiliary power from the big hybrid battery to start the gas engine. I'm pretty sure. Isn't aren't they a little pricey too, and not like a normal battery for? Well, the hybrid, hybrid batteries yeah. are quite. Oh yeah, they, yeah. So that's three, something people three, don't know because we four, five, six hundred dollars. Yeah. And then yeah, you have to program them. But yeah, but when you're talking yeah. about forty miles to the gallon, you're doubling what everybody else in the world is getting because few people yeah. can brag about twenty miles to the gallon. So if in fact you get forty, there is some of that money is in your pocket. So when you have to buy the battery, um, some of it's going to come out. 
So I'm not uh-huh. against hybrids. We service hybrids. You guys service yeah, hybrids service too. Them, Most of my customers seem happy. I'll tell you what I do know, Bob, just between you and me. They would they would never, just a minute, Bob and I are talking, they, <laughs> they, they never have anything to say about them that's bad, and I think it's because they don't want to admit anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but they are, I, I must tell you, the people with the hybrid, and I have quite a few of them that we service, um, are very happy with the cars, but I also think that most of them are going to be city driving to and from, pick up the kids, to and from the grocery store, to and from the tennis club, that kind of stuff. I don't think these people are hauling a trailer to Payson. So, ah, well, I I'm, I'm in real estate, so I'm on the road a lot, and 90% of the time it's only me in the vehicle, and I only have a half a case of wine. So, <laughs> oh, okay. well, but, but she talks about good. that. You are, you are the perfect person for a hybrid <laughs> as a realtor. You are, no, no okay. I'm not being derogatory. I'm saying you go to no, a place and don't. you stop and you're there for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. Then you go to another place and you stop. So when you have no. that stop and go kind of atmosphere, the hybrid is, is appropriate for you. Yeah, I agree. Because uh, so many of our customers uh, are in that position. But I have a few that buy it. It's just not the right car for them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, and, right and see, now, when you right now, go ahead. I, when I what I see is I go up and down from the mountains all the time, and I see the hybrids, and they're looking at their dashboard, and they're looking at the fuel gauge, and they're having having to plan the next ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty miles. I need to you know go slower. I need to charge this. I need to do that. It's a big video game if you're going to use it in that environment. But that's not you because you're going to plug it in every night. So no, I no. don't. See, I, I I. So let me ask you this, Bob. Between the Honda, the Toyota, and the uh, is it a, a Nissan Venza? No, Personally, I, on those three, pick out what looks good to you. Yeah, the color and the uh, yeah. and the price. I'd shop. I don't think I don't think you're gonna. I don't think no. she's gonna lose. No. So okay, well, Deborah. No, no, good. Wait a minute. Wait a second. Okay. I'm not going to plug it in every night. I didn't think I had to plug it in every night. I thought it was a, a dual system where if it where the battery got charged when i was driving it so it didn't have to get plugged in um i i'm, I'm not sure and i can't be 100 percent sure but i i think that there okay. if you decide to use it as an all-electric vehicle for two or three days in a row then somehow oh, or another no. we're going to have to charge that battery up down the road and i think uh, it's an easy connection i don't think it's like a tesla where you have to have a, a infrastructure brought in and, and rewired but I, I think it's something that's a common connection that that you shouldn't have problems for but if you're going to use all electric um you're going to have to plug it in someday yeah, to charge sure it but other than that you're going to have to drive to the you know the uh you're going to have to drive to flagstaff and back or on a flat road from here to tucson and back to charge it and that that defeats the purpose of a hybrid anyway we got to run deborah thank you very much for the thought provoking question and that was that was great to start the show 602-508-0960 the lines are wide open and there's five of them 602-508-0960 phoenix body works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982 that's over 35 years ago helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty integrity and quality we have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the valley of the sun we are located on 19th avenue one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, 
and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. One that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis Saxpil-Venus of PSP and Associates Sunday mornings at 7. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis, Sunday mornings at 7. Investment advisory services are offered through PSP Financial Services, LLC, an Arizona registered investment advisor. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot, uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Well, well, well. Let's uh, figure out how, what Mark's doing wrong here. And um, he's pushing lots of buttons, but nothing seems to be working. And uh, and it's because Gil, it's uh, it's really Gil's fault. Twenty one minutes after the hour of ten o'clock, uh, we have one line avail or one line taken. Bob, I'll get to you in just a second. I want to tell you about Kurt's Auto Repair. They were here last week, and uh, Kurt and his uh, group of guys are good, smart guys. They're independent, family-owned and operated. Um, they were just recognized as a Better Business Bureau Ethic Award winner, and they opened their doors in 1987, and they're at I-17 in Bell Road, northeast corner, and he's a really good shop that I feel comfortable in referring you to because I know that they can fix it, and if they can't, they'll tell you why, and uh, and they'll treat you fairly. So that's Kurtz Automotive, I-17 in Bell. So you have something that Bob, Bob and you have written, and it's because it's Christmas and that this is what you're grateful for. Yes, you know, uh, we have been blessed all of our life, and uh, of course we have two lovely daughters and five grandkids and that we're very proud of. Our youngest daughter just uh, got her doctorate and uh, worked over three years for it and uh, a lot of long hours, and uh, we're very, very proud of her. And, uh, of course, our old, oldest daughter is with the with Bank America for about over 26 years, I believe, and doing well. And our grandkids, um, you know, Brianna, our oldest one, is uh, working on uh, being a nurse practitioner. She's working on a clinical. So, and Taylor, I guess we want to just kind of recognize them and say, hey, we love them. And Taylor's in the dental, uh, uh, she does, I think, posting, or I'm yep, not really dental sure. Assistant, but, yeah. Well, yeah, and Christian working for uh, Palo Verde, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, little Bob. I call him little Bob because they're so much alike, and he's very mechanical and stuff. And uh, uh, Bella in college, 
you know, working good, which is Jeremy, mm-hmm. the, as you know, is our uh, main mechanic at mm-hmm. uh, our our auto repair shop, which we're very, very proud of him. What yeah, he's almost been twenty twenty one years now. Yep. Tw- going on twenty two, I think you'd probably years, say yeah. you and could get it right. <laughs> truly is a wizard. <laughs> oh my gosh. We we were we didn't know so when amazing. we hired him so young when we would what we were going to do with him because he was just new out of, you know, college and stuff. And now we don't know what we do without him. Um, Gracie, his youngest daughter, uh, they like to go a couple of rounds. <laughs> we think she's going to be a good lawyer. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. But everybody, we're proud of him and want to bless everybody. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. I know we've been through a lot mm-hmm. with COVID and everything, but, you know, we always look at, uh, you know, what we've got and how happy we are. And we're good Christians that uh, we hope that everybody has a, everybody has a blessed holiday. And and that's the nice part about it is we have a lot. My family, like your family, has a lot to be thankful for. And a lot of it has to do with the people that work for us that make us look good and do good jobs on cars oh, yes. and, and raise their hands when they make a mistake as opposed to try to hide it from you. So those are good things. But, no, that's I didn't see any auto repair technicians in there, but I can guarantee you this much. Somebody might want to talk to Grandpa and Grandpa down the road sometime mm-hmm. and convert over to um, an operation that, mm-hmm. uh, that involves management, people, cause and effect analysis, <laughs> repair, all that kind of stuff. Because neither one of, none of my kids ever showed an interest. And as you know, Andy and Alan are running it. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, in their early time. You know what? I better say Randy because he's our son-in-law. And I, he's the only one I didn't say oh. that he's uh, uh, in charge of uh, the softball, you know, and uh, traveling, a uh, traveling top softball league you know i don't get nervous until i start talking about my family <laughs> oh, no, that's okay <laughs> yeah i mean he's he's kind of got the ball rolling and i think i do good otherwise but then i start i guess it hits your heart because you love him well and and i'll tell everybody else bob brought this and then he just dropped it on <laughs> yes. you about two and a half minutes ago and he said would you uh, say this and he wrote this down in little yes. bitty writing that i can't read <laughs> And so it's really Bob's fault. But to, we're going to give him a break and see. We're going to talk. Notes. Yeah, <laughs> Bob, and we're you have our hundred percent of our attention. How are you doing today? Morning. Good morning. I'm shopping for new tires, and I'm trying to compare. You know the uniform tire quality grade. Uh huh. And for instance, I'm looking at a Continental Pro Contact tire, which has a uniform. Tire quality grade of 540 AA, okay. which is $106.99 wherever I happen to be shopping online. And okay. then the Continental True Contact has an 800 AA rating, and that's 120 That's only $14 more, but that goes from a 540 rating to an 800 rating. Okay, you're talking How about much tr- stock do you put in that? Well, you're the talking UT, about... QG. Okay, wait. Ho, ho. We can't continue to lose the audience in this conversation. On the side of a tire, there's a number, and then there's two grades. And the number is a tread wear. It's a number that represents the tread wear life, what the normal person's going to get. And then we have traction and temperature, and each one of those gets an A, B, or C. So your tires, you're talking about four, five, six hundred on the tread wear, and probably an A, A after it. Am I right? Correct. Okay. Um you might be the only person in the world that actually looks at those numbers because it has everything to do with who's driving the car and if the grandkids are just new drivers. It has to do with whether you're going in a straight line or you're delivering mail. It has everything to do with the operation of the tire. I've never spent a minute of my life trying to figure out tread wear numbers, and I try to tell most people that is a huge waste of time because there is no 
nothing in my imagination that's going to that number is going to help you determine anything a tire that's softer is going to have a lower number it's going to be stickier it's going to be softer it's going to give you a better ride so the lower the tread wear number is sticky softer and 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 it gives you a good ride the higher the number the tire is harder <laughs> it's not going to give you a good ride and so there's the there's the offset so i can't explain a 14 dollar difference between those two tread wear numbers um but those that's i think you should be pri- pricing free rotations tire repairs i think you should how much do i write my check out for i think you look at the bigger picture as opposed to just trying to use the traction tread wear and uh and temperature uh numbers that's my opinion so one more question don't you think most people just buy the tires whoever's giving you a hundred bucks back if you buy four tires when you walk in the tire store um no because discount tires one of the biggest guys in town and they don't do that so no, I don't think that people, and and that's okay if they do do that. Um, th- those kinds of, I think most of us are old enough to recognize that that's kind of a, a joke. That there's no free money in this tire transaction, and there's a lot of places that will give you free rotations, and that's so we can check your brakes, and we can check any other things that you may need. So the free rotation is tagged along with look at how many times we get to see that car during the time that car is on the road. Wasn't he wanting to buy these online? Yeah, that's 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 another problem. If you have a warranty issue, that that could cause a problem. If the tire uh, had a separation, a tread separation, or something like that. So um, I think um, mo- here's the most important question to me on tires, Mark. What does your wife have in her car? What does your daughter have in her car? What do you have on your truck? And the answer is Toyos. Do you sell Toyos? Yes, we do. Why? We like the company. We like the tire. We like the performance of the tire. And we like the wide variety of all the tires that they make. Yeah, but Toyo's made in Japan. No, it isn't. It's made in Atlanta, Georgia. So those are the kinds of conversations that we have, and that's the reason why my particular shop chooses to do that. When we come back, Bob, do you sell tires? Uh, no. I so don't. you pass them to pass somebody them, else, yeah. and who's the tire company that you typically pass them to? Most likely Discount. Discount. Yeah, I do, too. I work for Discount, and I've seen them. The tie goes to the runner more times than I'm comfortable with with respect to the customer. Yeah. But it's their money and their tires, and I'm kind of proud to be a part of them. Chatty Williams of VXP Realty reminds everyone listening this holiday weekend, highways will be busy with motorists traveling to and from family and friends, so make sure you and your family have a safe and sober way home, and please never drink and drive. Brought to you by Chatty Williams of VXP Realty. For all your real estate needs, call Chatty Direct at 520-631-4991 or visit online at chatwithchatty.com. That's chatwithchatty.com for Chatty Williams with VXP Realty. Hoping you'll do your part by driving safely and soberly this holiday season. And Miles Label Company reminds everyone listening, if you or someone you know has had too much to drink, have a sober friend driver call a cab. Remember, it's not only your own life you may be saving, but also lives of others, so please never drink and drive. Brought to you by Miles Label Company in Tucson. For more information, visit online at mileslabel.com. That's Miles Label Company wishing everyone a very Merry Christmas. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. 
Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. Yeah. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit, and I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yes, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. (laughs) The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the mobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Bob and Ellen from Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue and Indian School are here. And then uh, this is our pre-Christmas show. And I'll turn off my speakers so you don't have to listen to that because um, uh, I was just getting ready to, Gil was getting ready to counsel me about the noise behind it. And um, I'm going to just pull your mic up here. I want it right up there. Alrighty, and uh, and as we do as we go through this, um, we're here talking about cars and car repair and stuff like that. You can put that underneath your arm, just like this. There you go. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. And let's go to David. David, thank you for holding through the break. How can I help you? Hey Mark, um, I'm in a situation where I um, had a I was in a car accident. And uh, my fault, I didn't have all has liability, so uh, I went to a uh, my mechanic. He recommended this guy, and so when I went down there, he took it. He could fix uh, it's uh, the back end and needs repair, and and on the side, on the back side, <laughs> on the side of the uh, passenger side, 
in the back of the vehicle. And so it's a Camry 2001. And uh, he has he has the car ever since. And um, I don't get much feedback from him. And he's had it for five weeks and it's still not fixed. Well, I wish you'd have called me before, before you did all yeah, this. So do I. Yeah. But my mechanic, uh, uh, he's an honest guy, but he doesn't know this guy is dishonest. Well, um, okay. First of all, your 2000 Camry um, probably has a, a book value of $3,000 um, or, or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And, 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 and um, there are these kinds of guys that work out of their backyard. How much money does he have of yours so far? Uh, nothing right now. He's okay. He's uh he's had it for five weeks. Okay. Have uh, you gone over to doing, his house? He, Have you gone over to his house? No, he actually has uh, a business. Okay. Uh, an area there, but okay. um, he's not. Uh, what can I say? It's uh, it's been taking a long time. Uh, he's using. He's not using uh, the the parts of the company, uh, Toyota. He's. Uh, yards and things like that. Okay. Well, uh, uh, I'm going to ask you one more time. Listen carefully. Is he is it taken apart yet? As he started working on it, have you gone by since you dropped it off, or he went and got it, or is it just sitting there in the parking lot? Uh, he's working on it, but it's taking forever. Okay. I can't help you with the taking forever. Um, there are part uh-huh. problems out there, but I don't know about a Camry. We're not going to buy any new parts from the dealership uh, on your Camry. We're going to find most of them in wrecking yards, so I can't imagine that. I can't really help you. I can't really guide you. Um, I don't know what the deal was. I don't know how bad the wreck is, but I can tell you this much. I get at least three of these calls a year, and in every single case, depending on whether they're level one, two, or three, and you're kind of in level two, your car's already gone. You've already got a relationship, and so you're on level two. And num- number three is is they deliver the car to you. All of these turn t- to bird crap. All of them do. Um, the the quality of the work isn't there. The price reflects something higher than the quality of work you paid for. Plus, you've got a car that's already been deemed a total, and the car is now. An, you're going to have a tough time ever selling the car, even for fifteen hundred dollars, because it's got a tainted title because it's been involved in a crash. And so it it was a bad idea. You might just rearrange the deck of cards on the table and ask him if he wants to buy your car. And that way he could fix it up and sell it himself. So I I, I would think that that would be one of your options is just go talk to him and say, hey, um, you know, would you give me $2,000 for the car? And you can keep it and then you can fix it and then you can sell it. And and I would then take that two thousand and go buy something else. But I, I really can't help you because you are so outside of the boundaries of the of the group that uh, y- you're just way out there in never never land. And there's no rules. You're in the wild west of car repair, and uh, and you have an agreement with a guy you've never met before or done business with, and he's made promises to you that he's not keeping, and they're not in writing. And so you're 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 just kind of in a really bad way. So I, I haven't I haven't any advice. The only advice I can give it either sell it to him, or go get it, take it someplace else. So I got to run, David. Good luck to you, buddy. Good luck. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. A couple of places in town. As you well know, folks, there's a lot. Maybe you don't, but there's a lot of auto repair shops that have been recently purchased. There's a tire store that just sold four shops. There's another tire store that sold three shops. 
Um, there was another tire store that sold three shop, and these are general repair plus tire stores. So, and then there's an independent shop by close by where I'm at who just recently sold, and it's kind of like they walk in, they write him a check, and he walks out. This is going to throw the whole industry into a big tizzy because um, with the kind of money they're paying millions and millions and millions of dollars for the shop and the land and the equipment and the employees and the inventory and obviously they're going to have to recoup some of that funds and the only way to do it that Mark can think of is raise the prices and, and raise the labor rates and raise the pricing for the parts. But you're not going to find that at Auto Dynamics. They're up in Sun City, north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. A great place to go if you live in that area. So when people say in the northwest part of town um, I have Auto Dynamics, and again, it's a Grand Avenue just west of 99th Avenue, and then of course I have Larry Harker's Auto as well. When you, the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll be back in about three and a half minutes. Larry Elder always brings the evidence. An article from PBS. This is from March of 2019. Headline: Is climate change making U.S. tornadoes worse? And the article ends as follows. Given these tornado trends, there might be a link to climate change, except no one knows for sure. That's PBS. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 6 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms can mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. 
Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 13 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And Bob and Alan from Harker's Automotive are here with us. And um, and we're just going to move that up like that. And and we're here talking about cars, and you're more than welcome to join us. And I'll turn off my speaker so my echo goes away. But during the in the middle of the studio, in the middle of the breaks, folks, I have so much work to do with the clock and push, writing stuff down. And, and so that's the reason why I seem like I'm frazzled, because I'm actually busier during the breaks than I am during the show. Um, we talked about good shops and automatic transmission exchange has been around since 1968. Phil and his staff are really good at diagnosing, diagnos, diagnosing, I'm looking at the word diagnostics, and I'm diagnosing a transmission problem if you can demonstrate the problem. So if you've learned how to make it happen and you've got a transmission problem, then perhaps drive by and stop or call Automatic Transmission Exchange and ask them if they can, if you can bring it by 40th Street in Washington and uh, have the, them have one of their technicians, senior technicians, go with you and have you show them what the car's doing because that's what really works well. That's Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. It's also the abbreviation is ATE, Automatic Transmission Exchange. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning. Okay. I have a 2002 Nissan Xterra 3.36 cylinder supercharged. Okay, here's okay. the issue. Uh, well, it's burning oil. Okay, I checked spark plugs. I I did a compression test. Number two and number four, the spark plugs were fouled. But also too, I checked the compression, and it's, it's throwing me off. Uh, 120, but a number two and number four that are burning, it's 60. But here's the issue here. When I first crank it over a couple times, it'll pop up to 120. But if I get the car running, it drops down to 60. Okay. Well, it it could be rings. It could be valve guides, valve seats. There's just so many things that... First thing to address is the compression. Yeah, well, that's that's what I did. Mm -hmm. It's at 60. Okay. So uh, the other pins are 120. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you do a wet-dry compression test? Oh, wet-dry. Yeah, that's where you do it dry, and then you squirt some oil in the cylinder because we're going to check and see if we can seal the rings with some oil in the cylinder and then redo the test. That will tell us if the compression is leaking through one of the valves or if it's leaking through the rings. Okay, so how how does that work? If it's leaking through the rings and I do a wet test, well, then it'll seal it. Well, you'll go from 60 to 80 or 90 or 100 if you squirt some oil in there. I'm talking about, you know, three, yeah. four squirts of oil. I'm not talking about putting a quart of oil in there. No, no, yeah. Yes, so you have to do a wet dry. That eliminates the rings. And so if it, if it fixes the rings, then you have a ring problem, and that's the answer to your question. 
a wet okay. dry test will tell you the answer to your question but it'll also tell you if you've got valve problems because you're only going to lose compression at the rings or at the valves yeah yeah and, and that's what i because i i've never i crossed this one before and i, I don't know if it's happened before but it i just noticed that i had my son cranking the engine a couple of times and it popped at the 120 but if we started it and ran it because i held uh i would discharge the uh, pressure and then do it running and then it would drop down to 60. there's nothing in your running test that's valid I don't know where you got that. There's nothing I've ever been taught that you run a compression test when the motor's running. That there are no parameters in my world uh, for a running compression test. Okay, well I'm an amateur, so. <laughs> oh no, no, I understand. Well, I, 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 I mean, I, I need to express to you that that's that's something I've never done before in my life, and and we would probably just use air. We would probably bring the piston up on top dead center and uh, lock the crankshaft down and put some air in the spark plug hole and go to the air intake, the mouth of the, the throttle body, and listen for air. Go to the exhaust pipe and listen for air or the oil filler cap and listen for air because it's going to come out of one of those three places, the exhaust, the intake manifold, or the uh, or the dipstick. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to well, come out. It's pretty valid on going to wet and dry because that tells you whether it's a valve problem or a ring problem. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you really need to do right now is, is determine those two so you know whether to just pull the heads off of it or you need an engine. Well, okay. and, and, and and one of the things he's talking about is is, is he's, he's puzzled by the 60 and the 120. Mm -hmm. I'm saying the 60 number we have to throw out because that's a running. Uh, uh, that, that, that he's trying oh. to do a difference between cranking and running. Oh, I thought the cranking was 60. Okay. It, it, it could be, but it's, we would expect the, the yeah. compression to come up once the motor starts running. Running. So we, we haven't really done that. Um, the the oil on the spark plugs, it would almost have to be either valve guides or piston rings yeah, broken. That's only two ways it can get in there. That's right. So um, how many miles are on it? 150. Okay. Do you drive it? Uh, my son drives it. His how, how old is your son with the supercharged uh, motor? Uh, <laughs> he drives pretty conservative. I, I taught him. <laughs> okay. well, I, I taught, now, self with me, anyways, and from what I've seen him down the street, he drives pretty. He's not like speeding and racing. Okay, well, it's just for the rest of the people out there, you got a supercharged motor, which is a hot rod engine, and that car is very, very fast and very, very powerful because we're sticking a bunch of air into the combustion chamber, and we're this this car performs much better. And when we do that when we start adding a tremendous amount of air to the combustion chamber, then that's when we start r running into ring problems and valve seat problems and stuff like that. So those yeah. kind of two go hand in hand. But to answer your question, we can't tell you what's wrong with it with the information you've given us, but a wet-dry compression test would tell you whether it's rings, whether it's above the head gasket or below the head gasket. That's the that's Would a blow-by have any significance or it would do it either way with the valve problem or the ring problem no 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 the, the blow by is only going to be rings so if you pull the if you get it in operating temperature and you park it and you open up the valve uh, the oil filler cap on the uh, on the valve cover and all of a sudden it looks like a diesel choo-choo train then that's yeah. rings okay that's rings. Well, that, know, that, yeah, I was I was looking for guidance, and thank you very much. Cause okay, my yeah, just let me offer you one thing. What kind of oil are you putting in it? Uh, we're putting synthetic. Uh, I believe it's ten uh, forty. Okay. What, what it calls if, for. if I were you, I'd just go to a straight thirty weight and see if I could save those two spark plugs 
and uh, and with the many miles as you've got on it, um, a 30 weight would be an appropriate oil, and it would be for 3,000 miles just to see what the spark plugs look like at the end of 3,000 miles. So if the 30 weight fixed your oil consumption problem and didn't foul the spark plugs and gave you good compression, then that would that would be something that could last another 50 to 100,000 miles. Okay, and, and by the way, another thing I see it all started. I mistakenly put the five. What is it? Five ten or five fifteen? Five twenty. Yeah, I put it in my Dodge uh, uh, Caliber, and I, I I bought it from Costco, and I accidentally used one of those jugs, and I put it in my son's car when I changed his oil. That, and that's, you're that's you're wrong about from. you're wrong about that having an effect on anything like this at all that that's that's just not true okay it's not yeah that you're mistaken your oil it's one quart diluted by four other quarts of oil (laughs) and there's there's no way in god's green earth that something's going to happen because you you put in a 1040 and you ended up putting a, a a 520 in it or you can bounce around those viscosity all you want but that's not going to have anything to do with the problem that you got now yeah, it's just coincidental. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, good luck to you. Thank you very much for that. And uh, let me see where we're at on time. Mike, you're up next. How can we help you? Uh, Mike dropped, so uh, we'll uh, wait for his call back. Oh, okay, okay. Mike, I'm sorry I didn't get to you, but you can call back because Gil tells me there's nobody on the line. And anybody else that wants to call and ask a question, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We, we get, I say, a third of the work that comes into our shop is a conversation that we just had right now. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think the hardest part certainly for me as I get older and crankier is is the issue of it's kind of like here's the problem and here's what I think you should do to fix the problem. And and that's the most uncomfortable conversation at the front counter I think that we experience as the auto repair technician because we don't really need the path. Once we determine the problem, we know the path. Yeah. And and to have us, and I'll, and so many times, I don't know where they're getting their information, but I suspect it's from those auto parts experts at the auto parts store who can read a code, and they can tell them what parts they need when you and I can't, and we're master technicians with forty and fifty years of experience. Or YouTube. <laughs> or YouTube. Oh God. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tell you something. YouTube just drives me crazy. If those guys were as good as they think they are, they'd be working for me for a hundred to $150,000 a year and have Saturdays and Sundays <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, it's, it's sometimes hard to unexplain those answers that they give. You know, well, I know it's this. I read it. You know, mm-hmm. I go, okay, but it doesn't work. Yeah. It, it, the problem with, with reading the code is is everybody thinks because you have an oxygen sensor code, it's an oxygen sensor problem. And, of course, the parts houses would like to sell you the oxygen sensor because they're highly profitable and you more than likely have one and maybe two and or more. And you can't return it. <laughs> and you can't return it. But, and then at the end of the day, the oxygen sensor is tattling on what's going on in the exhaust. And so this young man doesn't know a point one from a point five. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know, he doesn't have serial stream data. So we need to know, is, is the oxygen sensor actually wrong? Or is it telling us the truth and we're running lean because the fuel filter's plugged? Or we're running rich because the fuel pressure regulator is, diaphragm is bad. So we, somebody has to go track that backwards. It just drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you what, my panties get so tight <laughs> and they get pulled up so hard, I can take the leg holes and put them over my shoulders. 
Can I give you that picture again? You know what? We get women to come in, and they look on YouTube. Somebody tells them what it is, and they look on it, and she's like, well, I think I could do this, but I better not try it. But they tell us how, how to do how it. it. Yeah, because they've looked, looked it up on the computer on YouTube. This is my analogy. I, my dog um, all of a sudden has no energy and only eats half of his food, and um, his poops are a little different than normal. And you YouTube that, and then go ahead and do what everyone thinks is wrong with your dog, <laughs> when in reality he ate a half of an apple core that's stuck in the in the in the in the exit ramp, <laughs> and, and and all of this other stuff. You, no one can properly diagnose the health of your dog over the internet any more than they can properly diagnose your car. So, I think in time this will get better. But it doesn't seem to be anytime soon it's going to get better. I think what we try to get across to our customers is the fact that we need to do the testing. You know, it's not like a light comes on, it tells you it's a bad part. It could be connection. It could be computer sending the wrong signal. It's like going to a doctor. You know, you're not going to have him just pull your appendix because you got a pain there. He runs tests. We run tests. Cars are not like they used to be. We've gotten used to using your terminology of... uh, the code gives you what state you're in. Yes. Now you need to know what city you're in, what street you're on, what house you're in. you got to narrow it down closer. And that's the reason for all these misdiagnoses uh, that we're getting into. Yeah. Uh, people assume that's... Excuse me. Yeah, Go ahead. Assume, assume that uh, we're in trouble with um, by not just changing the part that the code was. Well, and, and that's current par- part and parcel of why I, I came up with that with respect to it just tells us what state we're in. Yeah. And and the problem is we still got to find the city, the street, the address, and the numbers and stuff. So we know that the problem is a rich condition. The car is running with way too much fuel. We don't know where the fuel's coming from. Is we have a leaking injector? Do we have a crankcase full of oil that's contaminated with gasoline? because we have a bad fuel pressure diaphragm. We have all of these possibilities, and the, the three-whiskered kid at the auto parts store doesn't have a clue as to all the possibilities, but there's hundreds of shops in Phoenix that have already walked all those paths and does. Well, the newer vehicles, we have to do testing. It's not like you open the hood anymore and you say, oh, this is wrong, that's wrong. It takes sometimes hours of testing for us. And, and not, not only that is, is the car can talk to you, but it can only tell you what it sees. Right. But when it, what it sees, it, it sees that it's running rich. The car has too much fuel and, and, and it needs more air. But that, how many different possibilities can that be? The PCV valve hose can have a hole in it. You can have an intake vacuum leak. You can have a problem in your air conditioning controls behind the dash that's causing a vacuum leak that's causing the lean condition. So how are you going to explain to the customer that the the kid at the auto parts store says you need all four O2 sensors when we fix the problem underneath the dash? Right. That's the hard part, and that happens a lot. 602 We're going to come back in about six minutes, and we're going to do another hour of car talk, and you're welcome to join us. The phone number is 602 I'm with Bob and Ellen from Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue and Indian School. My name's Mark Salem, and we'll be back in a minute. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.